And we're keeping an eye to the sky as we may get some uh, severe weather in here this morning uh, that will then come back this evening uh, around the 10 o'clock hour. And uh, we'll have a high today of 67 degrees, which breaks our record of 63 degrees for today. Currently, it's about 54 degrees, pretty mild outside right now. Unbelievable for February. For February. Hey, it's time for Mobility Makers. It's brought to you by Bridgestone. Getting people down the road matters, but getting generations down them, that's what really matters. Bridgestone. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Now, there's this pressing issue gripping the automotive industry. Ford Motor Company's intricate recall of a recall concerning Takata airbags. With over a quarter million vehicles undergoing reinspection due to shoddy work and erroneous billing by dealership technicians, the stakes are Hi for customer safety. Let's get in uh, some insights uh, with Phoebe Wall-Howard. She's the automotive reporter for the Detroit Free Press. Good morning, Phoebe. Good morning, Lloyd. You know, I was looking uh, at your story, and I, uh, you know, looked at the um, incident with uh, Sarah Mae Morgan. She had a tragic incident with one of these exploding airbags. Talk about the uh, significant risk that's posed by these defective Takata airbags. I'm so glad you asked that because that's what consumers have called in response to this story. So a number of people sort of don't take airbags seriously because you hear about it so much, the Takata airbags, and they don't realize that with every day, week, and year that passes, they become more dangerous, and it's essentially shrapnel exploding in your vehicle. And so you cited the case of Sarah Mae Morgan who settled with a Ford dealership and Ford Motor Company, but she was in a 2007 Mustang in a fender bender, about 14 miles an hour, and uh, a 20-something girl who lost her eye and um, just really sort of, when you read her interview, uh, I don't want to say, just let me say it's devastating uh, what she endured and is not recovering, let me say it that way. But that's what what you're pointing out is what people have called and said, thank you. Thank you for making us fully appreciate the danger and the importance of going in and getting these fixed. Phoebe, so what is the issue at hand uh, that the fixes weren't done properly or they weren't done at all? Both. And thank you, Jamie, for asking that as well. Uh, The issue of concern, actually, we had uh, access to a whistleblower complaint. So someone with knowledge of this information filed federal documents and said they're so concerned because some dealership repair shops billed Ford for repairing defective airbags that were not actually fixed at all. They were sent home with consumers and the files were marked fixed. So you have a number of people out there who think they're safe when in fact uh, they need to go back and have things reinspected. That's what, again, the whistleblower said this is happening. After our story published, I heard from technicians and dealers who said uh, we got the facts right and we're happy that we exposed this. In addition, Ford has levied hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines against its dealers because of the false billings and forcing the dealers to reinspect. So they would call this rogue technicians, and it's a very, very serious concern. Um, but again, this is the public saying, how do we know this has been fixed, and what is it that we need to do now? Yeah, you know, Phoebe, because in light of the, the federal whistleblower complaint, um, you know, what does this say 
as far as the trust now in uh, the automotive industry when it comes to, you know, these types of, uh, of fixes for your car, these recalls? Well, the trust issue, frankly, I think with dealers is is a very serious issue. To me, this kind of story, and this is what, again, consumer readers have called and said, they would love for Ford to come out and say, we realize there's an issue, we're dealing with it with heart, and you know, here's a hotline, here's what we want you to do, just a very, very public and proactive. What we learned after, after publishing the story also is that the federal regulators, actually the month of March, they're asking folks to go in and, and check this out. I had a man who owns two Rangers, Ford Rangers, uh, call and say, this, this is how I transport my family. And uh, what's interesting, he has 2008 Ranger, it's mm-hmm. got these Takata airbags. And he said, you know, I, they haven't been fixed. Uh, we need to get in. I don't know people who've had our vehicles fixed. So in some ways, the dealers, I think, think people have come in. I don't. We don't have access to records. We don't know how many have been fixed. That's not something, uh, you know, Ford has disclosed in terms of detail of the matter or the fines or the number of dealers involved. Um, but like I said, these are rogue technicians. The concern with the whistleblower is that uh, Ford Motor Company reduced its reimbursement rates so that every time you did a warranty job, you're basically losing money. If you go in and do a consumer repair, you're paid a different rate. Mm -hmm. And so people clearly were cutting corners and, um, you know, in some cases, just giving the vehicles back and saying they've been repaired and marking everything. That's the scary thing is that your file may say things have been repaired when they have not. So this is a little bit complicated. Very, very complicated. I mean, it's definitely Ford Rangers, but there are other models. I mean, how could we put out the information if you may be affected? Well, I think um, if you feel it's appropriate, I would love for you to, to link to our story. Of course, this is Ranger, Edge, Fusion, Ford GTS, Mustang, and Lincoln MKX. So um, the case involving Sarah Mae Morgan was a 2007 Mustang. Mm-hmm. And what people need to know, again, is, you know, some people say to me, everybody drives new cars, Phoebe. This is not a threat. And I thought, not everybody drives new cars. I mean, people, a lot of these cars are still on the road mm-hmm. and shuttling. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, 2012 is I'm surrounded in my neighborhood by these vehicles. So in terms of getting the word out, Jamie, um, like I said, I would link to the story for some detail. I've encouraged people to contact their dealers, but then they ask me, how do I know I can trust? Right. I would, it would be nice to go to the company and maybe they could check for me. They can do this by your VIN number. And, but again, you need to make sure now they have to take pictures. They have to document that it's been done. But in some ways, people don't want it. They're telling me they don't want to deal with the dealers because this undermines their confidence. They would rather deal with the company. And um, and so I don't know how Ford might might handle that. And do you know, uh, Phoebe, if Ford is having you know any problems tracking down these current owners of these older vehicles for reinspection? <laughs> That is an ongoing issue with all automakers, absolutely. And that's why it is really important for people who have used vehicles to make sure I talked to, I talked to drivers yesterday in Florida, California, Rhode Island, New York, and Michigan. 
And some of them said they just don't know. And I said, you have to go in and check. You really do. Um, now, Ford does have on its website encouraging people to go do this. But what consumers uh, said to me over the last 24, 48 hours is they wish that there was, a, a again, a hotline that was promoted, that they felt it was sort of a separate trusted situation, that this is disconcerting to people. And, um, you know, that some of the vehicles, Ford admits, you know, there's an inherent risk of 1.5% of vehicles that have been checked are also unfixed, aside from the ones that, uh, you know, they, they realize now they had rogue technicians. So the fines are significant. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of distrust uh, between some dealers, some techs, and a lot of customers. Uh, clearly, dealers are trying to get a handle on this, and Ford is as well. But this is a serious matter. And again, the number of calls we're getting, they really want Ford directly to do something. I don't know. Um, we're not, not hearing anything about a proactive opportunity here. It doesn't seem like in this article you place blame. You just sort of lay out all the flat facts. Yeah, I mean, I don't, this is a very difficult situation because what we have is Ford, you know, that you have rogue techs who directly work for dealers. Mm -hmm. So you have potential bad actors there. Then you have techs who complain the dealers are cutting the cost and the dealers are saying Ford isn't giving us enough money, you know, that we're trying to accommodate what the, what the corporation's doing. So I don't think it's my responsibility. Absolutely, Jamie, thank you to lay blame, but really to just sort of lay out the complicated detail and and let the consumer navigate, just be aware. And really, we also believe that once we put this kind of thing out there, we have faith that it will be addressed. Sometimes when we shine light on things, it just gets fixed faster mm -hmm. because people are aware what to ask for and what to look for. Journalism. Yes. Yep. Phoebe Wall Howard, automotive reporter for the Detroit Free Press. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Have a great rest of the day. Lloyd, Jamie, thank you. Um, you know, and I, I told you, Jamie, I had a charger. It was a 2012, a 2010 charger, and I had uh, a recall notice uh, a couple of years ago to get the, yeah. the Takata bags, you know, repaired. It said, don't drive the car anymore. Just park it until you get an appointment. And you thought, oh, that's like, no big deal. No, it's no big deal. But then, you know, I, I made an appointment. I got it done. And when I saw that picture, if you look at the Free Press story, uh, Phoebe's uh, story in the Free Press, and you see the picture of Sarah Mae Morgan, uh, you understand how serious uh, these uh, bags, these Takata bags are and that you should get them replaced. Coming up at 649, it's a campaign that launched a few weeks before today's primary election and it's hoped to send a clear message to the president that to either change course on the war in Gaza or you may risk losing Michigan in a presidential election. We'll be talking with the campaign manager for Listen to Michigan coming up next at 649 on JR Morning.